Union of the Unknowns, a podcast dedicated to the exploration of modern culture, presents a weekly digest of current events that may have slipped past your radar. This is not your mama's news. Welcome to another episode of Not Your Mama's News, where we have a special episode for you today and we have our amazing ism cant uh justin and myself atl connector jacqueline and um and he since he's everybody's sweetheart we're gonna go ahead and let him get started today what you got for us justin so i actually have uh just two uh fun little quick stories um one involves law enforcement and the other one involves Hertz rental cars, which I don't okay. know if you've heard the stories over last year or two of Hertz uh, pretty regularly calling the cops on uh, people that they rented cars to and said that they stole the car. That happened a lot of times over the like it happened so many times to the point where there is a class action lawsuit against Hertz. Really? So Hertz is suing Hertz is saying people stole the car when they rented it. Right. And did the person was it like where they extended out past their rental stay or something? No. No, it's just blatant incompetence. But that's wow. not but that's not the story I have for for us tonight. Um, oh, okay. If but that is just a fascinating bit of uh, information. I like to think so, uh, and I loosely follow uh, things like that. But right when you think like, eh, maybe Hertz is out of the news because they did. Uh, uh, Hertz went bankrupt uh, during COVID, and uh, they did. Oh, excuse me. They did uh, have their class action lawsuit. Uh, well, the people that were arrested against Hertz, which the bankruptcy said could go forward. Uh, so let me ask you a question, Jackie, before I start this sure. story. How many states are in America? God, I usually get this one wrong, like 51, 52, I think. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're going to include Puerto Rico, Guam, uh then we can call it 52 uh so it's 50 yeah the correct answer is actually 50 um but including hawaii uh, including hawaii i mean i say let's get rid of hawaii new york uh i'll trade them for alaska like you guys can just all go create your own shithole yeah and alaska will hold it up but that's neither here nor there so as we just stated, Puerto Rico is, in fact, a part of America, although it is not a U.S. state. It is a U.S. territory. Yep. So out of, let's see here, New Orleans, it Hertz apologizes after refusing rental card to Puerto Rican customer. Wow. And it's, and it's, Did they when feel I say, like they were international or something? Well, so <laughs> when... Puerto Rico issues IDs to Puerto Ricans. It act because Spanish is uh, a language in Mexico in, in Mexico in Puerto Rico that is often used. They issue their IDs in English and Spanish. So, like 
where it'll say uh, like your address. It would be like one, two, three Puerto Rican street, but it'd also have that in Spanish if there's a Spanish equivalent. Maybe that wasn't the best example. But what really bothers me about things like this is, and this kind of thing happens with $2 bills too. A lot of people aren't aware that $2 bills are in fact legal currency because For now. They're, yeah, they're just, they're rare and it never really caught on. But people have actually been arrested for trying to pay uh, with a $2 bill because number one, the employee or the cashier isn't aware that $2 bills exist and then the police aren't aware. They're so all back, a bunch of dummies. Yeah, so back to Hertz. Uh, apparently, this uh, person working at Hertz was not aware that Puerto Rico is not in fact a foreign country. Uh, the U.S. rental car Hertz apologized and pledged to retrain its staff after an employee denied a Puerto Rican customer a prepaid vehicle on the mistaken belief that he was from a foreign country and needed a passport. And here's the thing. If you caught me at the end of a day, like I'm real tired, I'd be like, Puerto Rico, that's not America. And then at the first time someone says, no, it is. I go, hold on. And I pull out my phone. I Google, is Puerto Rico part of America? I go, oh my God, I'm so sorry. But apparently no one in this incident had the uh, intelligence to do that. And I do kind of blame the customer as well because it would seem like that'd be a real easy way to just diffuse the situation and say, guy, look, like, do you think I'm faking Google? Uh, but that might actually just infuriate them. But anyways, <laughs> um, the this happened at New Orleans Louis Armstrong International Airport, and the Hertz employee ended up calling law enforcement uh, who allegedly threatened to turn the man over to immigration authorities, even though Puerto Rico has been a U.S. territory since 1898. Mm. Now, you're probably sitting here thinking, 1898? That's a, that's a long time. Like, shouldn't have everyone gotten the message? Hold on. It's not like we have these supercomputers in our pockets that would answer literally. I know. Maybe or, they don't have a smartphone. Well, even... Uh, even the old Nokias, you could still, do you remember there was a thing that you could like text questions to a long, long time ago? Was it like Ask Jeeves or something like that? Or? No, it was like early 2000s. I, I, there was a lot of drugs in between now and then, but <laughs> that's a digression. So yeah, uh, over, was it almost 150 years at this point? Uh, <laughs> uh, so where was I? Uh, according to a stunning report, the CBS correspondent <laughs> David Bagnod published on Twitter and Instagram late Saturday. Uh, so, I mean, that's basically the story there. Uh, Merchant, who is the traveler, went to New Orleans, planned for his trip ahead of time, prepaid everything. After arriving, uh, the person the clerks you know we need a passport guy says uh no we like i'm a u.s citizen engaging in domestic travel and he didn't have his passport on him because like why would i'm not going to bring my passport to me when i go to florida and uh yeah you, 
so according to Merchant, he says, you're denying me because I have a driver's license, which is a valid ID. He said in English, in an accent resembling that of many people from Puerto Rico, it is a valid ID. It is valid ID. What I don't like about this story is that it really feels like they're trying to play it off as like the the Hertz person is racist against the uh, Latin Americans uh, or whatever word we call Puerto Ricans. Honestly, I usually just call anyone south of Texas Mexican. Because mm-hmm. it's just easier. And uh, the, the woman, the clerk, says, would you like me to call the police? Merchant says, yes, please call the police. Because when you're in that situation, you're probably going, call the police. He's going to come here until you're being a dumb idiot. So it must have escalated, but they're not talking about how it escalated. or Because why would the clerk just jump all the way, all, all of a sudden just to call in the police? That doesn't, that's weird. Well, it was basically, you know, like a Karen uh, incident where the guy says, it's a valid ID. It's a valid ID. And you got to figure, like, he's already spent hundreds of dollars. Yeah, and he's probably freaking out because he was expecting a car. Yeah, and now he's... Then they need to refund him the money. Well, that's what they ended up doing after this uh, David Begnod from CBS uh, ended up doing after he posted about it on Twitter and Instagram. Which makes you wonder, would he have ever gotten his money back had a news... Uh, so he didn't get the car. Up. He uh, didn't so, get the car and they weren't going to give him his money that day? Correct. His money back? And then, uh, so the lady's like, you need to go about your business. Like, I'm no longer dealing with you. And the guy's just like, what are you talking about? I have a valid ID. Uh, and, and the chick says, would you like me to call the police? He says, yes, please, call the police. And the woman uh, called the police uh, on her cell phone. And when the officer got there, instead of de-escalating the situation and going, well, I don't know, is Puerto Rico part of America? Let me Google it. Uh, he says, well, if you basically, like, if you don't leave, I'm going to call Border Patrol on you. Which I think that's where the... Um, that would have been hilarious whole- if Border Patrol would have showed up and been like, why... Are you calling us for someone that is uh, that we own their territory? So I would like to think that had Border Patrol showed up, that they would have figured out that Puerto Rico is, in fact, (laughs) part of America. (laughs) However, I I would hope so. (laughs) I've read many stories of Americans being deported down to Mexico. So, like, you would hope so, but... Who knows? Well, did they look Mexican? <laughs> well, I mean, they're Puerto Rican. So oh, I mean, being deported to Mexico. Oh, you mean the, the people that have been American citizens in the past? Yeah. Um, I would assume so. But yeah. who, who's to say? Uh, yeah. It's just stories that I've read throughout the years. I'm sure they've probably thrown some, some white people down in Mexico. <laughs> I mean, this is the federal government. We're, it we're is, yeah. About. They're a bunch of dummies. But uh, it turns out the guy has actually worked for the federal government for 25 years. His federal law enforcement uh, deputy chief of... Oof, I'm sorry, I got some uh, Korean tacos fighting back on me. Oh, okay. Uh, federal law enforcement officer, 25 years. Uh, assistant deputy chief, mental health specialist, and officer in a U.S. probation office before retiring. 
uh, and then Hertz didn't immediately respond to request until the person uh, posted about this, the reporter whose Twitter and Instagram accounts have 270,000 users. And uh, just to round this one out, uh, Hertz, accept <laughs> Hertz accepts Puerto Rican driver's licenses from our customers renting in the U.S. without requiring a valid passport. The company said in a statement, uh, and we are reinforcing our policies with employees to ensure that they are understood and followed consistently across our locations. So I'm sure Puerto Rico is happy to have Hertz recognize their, <laughs> their territory is, in fact, the United States. Oh, my gosh. So they refunded the guy's money. Hopefully he got like a year's worth of free car rentals or something out of it. Uh, I wouldn't count on it. So the guy that was being harassed, the Puerto Rican guy that was being harassed, was a retired federal agent? Correct. Wow. Okay. I'm surprised that he didn't show his federal ID to the police officer. Well, he was retired. So uh, mm -hmm. I would assume, I mean, you are our CIA um, spook. So I would, but I would assume that you turn in your, you know, federal credentials once you retire. It doesn't work if you tell everybody. <laughs> it's supposed to be well, between I, us. Yeah. I mean, you knew, you knew I'm a gabber. Long, long time ago. <laughs> yeah, but I never admitted, I never confirmed or denied anything, so. I gossip more than a bunch of old housewives sitting around the barn. More than a bunch of cackling females. There you go. <laughs> okay, what's your other story that you have for us now that we know that Hertz is racist against Puerto Ricans? Well, that that's what really irritates, like, it, I hate it when they bring these racial connotations into it. Like, <laughs> I think that it was very likely just that this person was retarded and yeah. was terrible at their job. Yeah. I won't uh, make any sort of guesses towards the um, race of the employee, but I could take a guess and I'll just leave that at that. So uh, if anyone would like to uh, read this uh, short article from theguardian.com, uh, it will be in the show notes. And another fun one I have for us. Uh, <laughs> so this is out of the, the Springfield Police Department uh, up there in Colorado. And uh, this, is a, this is one of my favorite stories I've read in a long time. Please say... Suspected drunk driver tried to switch places with dog. So, the Springfield Police Department arrested a man on Saturday night who was allegedly driving while intoxicated and got lost. When approached by police officers, said the man tried to, that was, I'm sorry, that was a weird comma placement in that, in that sentence. When approached by police, officers said the man tried to switch places with his dog who was in the passenger seat. Police said the incident started around 11.30 near 7th and Main Street in Springfield, which is uh, in the southeast part of the state, when a driver was allegedly caught speeding at 52 in a 30-mile-an-hour zone. What an idiot. When police, <laughs> well, hold on, because before you say that, let's wait until he has his day in court, and he might bring the dog up onto the stand to testify. Right. <laughs> uh, and this is just oh, this is real short. When police stopped the driver and approached, the officer said they watched the driver try to switch places with his dog, who was in the passenger seat. 
which is like let's let's give this guy every benefit of the doubt. Are there even dogs that can drive cars? I mean, there's, uh, well, there's, there's some smart dog breeds out there, but I would Gracie have to guess. I can tell you that I'd have to guess that they couldn't have two paws, even one paw on the steering wheel, and have the other paw reach down to hit the gas. No, not even dogs that are six foot tall. <laughs> I don't even think they could do it. So their bodies won't form properly. And that's one of the things that I hate about this article is that they never tell us what kind of breed the dog is. Well, that's like, like was it a Shih Tzu or was it a Great Dane? Because it or was it a pit bull? Well, if it was a pit was bull, it a Rottweiler? <laughs> so, quick detour. <laughs> one of the funniest memes I've seen in a long time is uh, a pregnant woman that has uh, a pit bull. And he has like a big pregnant belly and the pit boy just has has it snout right in her belly. And uh-huh. she says something like, I'm like, oh, the dog can't wait to meet its little baby brother. And it's just the captions like, bros spawn camping. And uh, <laughs> for those of you who are not aware, spawn camping is a gaming uh, term for when you die and you respawn in an area and someone instantly just kills you in the set respawn area. Oh, so basically, like the dog's gonna kill the baby when it comes out. Is that what you're saying? Oh uh, yeah, because pit bulls. Is that what that means? Oh, baby, what a terrible meme! Babies are one of the pit bulls' favorite snacks. <laughs> Truly, they love, especially kids' faces. Favorite no, snack that's theirs. not. No, I'll disagree with that. So all, all I'm saying, I'm just reporting on the news out there. Oh, yeah, because they don't tell you about the ones. They only tell you about tragic stories. If you followed some threads, you would see where there's some that are also nanny. They were created to be nanny dogs is what they originally created. Now, mind you, I wouldn't trust my dog around a baby because, you know, you have to be very whatever, because I don't think she can tell the difference between that and another dog. But as the baby's gotten older, they're just fine now. But when she was younger. Counterpoint, when yeah. was the last time you saw a story about a Shih Tzu ripping off a baby's face? Mm, I don't watch the news like that. So, but I, I have saw... seen stories of dogs other than pit bulls that have attacked children. Like, I'll grant you that. However, I would argue that the vast majority of them are pit bulls. Well, those are the ones that get reported on, but we'll go ahead and just agree to disagree. Well, uh, it sounds like you have a pit bull sitting right next to you, staring at you like, ooh, you, like, better, not, you better not shit talk to me. <laughs> no, she's not in the room up. right now. But my first one I had for over 15 years, and he was very protective over my godson when he was a baby. So. I don't know. Uh, it's, I'm, it seems like. But a to bad, each their own. Seems like a bad move getting a dog that can eat you. But that's no. just me. I'm more of a cat guy. Yeah, you are. Okay. You're you're just so self-regulating, so much easier. But anyways, uh, so after the police uh, watched the driver try and switch places with the dog who was in the passenger seat, police said the man got out of the passenger side of the vehicle and claimed he was not driving. I'm just thinking, like, I'm just picturing him like, hey, I don't know what's going on here. Like, 
I just got in an Uber. This is the driver. I, I, <laughs> I already paid, man. I got to go somewhere. Take it up with the dog. Exactly. Uh, the officer said the man showed clear signs of intoxication. Well, of course, that's why he wasn't driving. That's why he ordered the Duber, which is a dog <laughs> Uber. Uh, and when they asked him about how much alcohol he consumed, the man ran from the officer, which, I mean... I could see, especially in, like, a liberal city, a guy, like, New York. Let's say you're in New York. And this happened, except the guy didn't run away, show any signs of guilt. He's like, look, man, I don't know. I just got in the car, and I could see, like, that actually working out in his favor. But once you run, you kind of give away that you're guilty. Yeah. Uh, so after they asked him how much he consumed, he ran, and the officer said the man was apprehended less than 20 yards away. Probably can't run real well when you're drunk. During the investigation, police learned the man was driving from Los Animas to Pueblo and got lost in Springfield, and the Baca County Sheriff's Office was called to help with the investigation. The man had two active warrants for his arrest, and once he was medically cleared, police said he was booked into jail. Wow. And, and he had two active warrants. Wow. Yeah. So he was charged with driving under the influence of alcohol and or drugs, driving while ability impaired, which seems kind of uh, redundant, driving under suspension and speeding 20 to 24 hours, miles an hour over the speed limit and resisting arrest. And I, and I hope he someone came and picked up his dog and his dog didn't have to go to the pound because of... Of his irresponsibility. Uh, I will say, you know, there is a fair chance that the police kind of just, you know, executed the dog because they do love. No way! Dogs. Don't say that. But all I'm saying is, look up puppy side. There is nothing police love more than shooting your dogs. Mm. Probably okay. even more than shooting black people. If I'm being honest, that, that's about all I got for for. Uh, for everyone, and this is from uh, Fox 31, uh, KDBR News out of uh, Colorado. <laughs> uh, not your mama's news. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and just uh, finish us with a layhearted one that we have. Um, this one I found a couple weeks ago, but it's the first chance I've had a, to get on. But a U.S. couple were caught smuggling suitcases packed with hundreds of pounds of fruit roll-ups into Israel due to shortages from viral TikTok trend report says two U.S. couples caught trying to bring suitcases filled to the brim with fruit roll-ups into Israel. 650 pounds of the candy has been seized uh, in Tel Aviv. Uh, there's also a fruit roll-up shortage due to TikTok trend that involves filling the snack with ice cream. So, which seems kind of gross, which would end up turning the snack into something really hard. Like, it doesn't even make any sense. Well, I did it, see a TikTok trend going around where people were taking their fruit roll-ups and putting them in the freezer and then uh -huh. just taking them out, eating it. Uh -huh. And then, uh, but there's plastic in it. Plastic in the fruit roll-up? Yeah. Like, there's a, like, when, once you. Oh, yeah, the paper. The so they're yeah, eating all that too? Sheet. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I never claimed that people on TikTok uh, had the intelligence that they should be allowed to um, live. Yeah, that just seems weird. Okay, yeah. All right. And 
uh, let's see here. A video posted on social media appears to follow officials at the International Airport in Tel Aviv inspecting multiple suitcases filled to the brim with fruit roll-ups, according to the Jewish Telegraphic Agency. I mean, Wait, can you imagine what, what was it's 375 pounds? What was the name of that agency? Jewish Telegraphic Agency. That sounds like something with porn. Telegraphic? Hold on. Telegraphic. T-E-L-E-G-R-A-P-H-I-C. What does telegraphic mean? Probably uh, audio and video, most likely. So Google, in its um, wisdom, and it's all-seeing wisdom, a telegraphic adjective of or by telegraphs or telegrams. So that just makes... I'm even more confused now, so I'm just going to say please continue. Oh, my gosh. In a mix of Hebrew and English, a voice off camera explains that he's bringing the fruit roll up for his family in the country. Always blame it on your family. It has something to do with ice cream, the voice says, according to the Times. Anyways, the country's tax authority said the candy was later confiscated to the air- at the airport. Yeah, they're going to go ahead and resell it in the country. Um, Or they're going to give it away to the other government officials that are wanting to get in on that TikTok trend. I mean, there's a fair chance that the guy just, you know, has an addiction to ice cream fruit roll-ups. Can you imagine out of all the issues they have in this world that they're worried about candy? I mean, give me a break. Over the past week, a total more than 650 pounds of candy have been seized. I mean, I can tell you the Israeli, the Israeli officials don't have a shortage, <laughs> but the rest of the country does. I don't know, man. It's, I mean, I don't want to come off as anti-Semitic or anything, but sounds pretty Jewy. Uh... It sounds... <laughs> Take someone's kids. Take someone's fruit snacks. <laughs> oh my goodness, Justin. Uh, so at the moment, individually wrapped fruit roll-ups are being sold in Israel for more than five or six dollars USD each, according to the Jewish Telegraphic Agency. In the U.S., a box of ten fruit roll-ups usually cost about three dollars. So, um. So they even prompted Israel's health ministry to warn about the snack, saying people should think twice about the amount of sugar consumption, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, that was their article. No drugs. Yeah. They're perfectly fine going around being like, you need to stick this experimental drug into your child's arm. Exactly. But when it comes to a sugary, delicious Snack? snack, they go, no, 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 like, this is this is unhealthy. You shouldn't be putting this into your body. Yeah. Uh, this this was made by the goys. It's much better to be jacksonated than it is to uh, have a nice, delicious, sugary snack for sure. And honestly, I I I do gotta wonder what a fruit roll up ice cream sandwich tastes like. A sandwich. Oh, oh, oh they should try that. Yeah, but take the plastic paper off of it. Unless you're gangster. I think that's paper, not plastic. It's like a thin wax paper that they oh. have on that, I think. Pretty sure it's plastic. Oh, I don't know. I haven't eaten a pro roll up in years. Because why? Because I'm not a child. 
Well, what even when I was a kid, what really pissed me off about those snacks, like the fruit roll-ups, um, the fruit by the foot, gushers, even in like third grade, like that's not a filling snack. No. Like no. it's li- like you can it's like you could it's it's the size of like a, a bouncy ball. Yeah. It was just a snack you could sell to your friends when they wanted that sugar rush and you could make some extra money in school. Become that okay. entrepreneur. Is that what you were so, selling in school? No. We live very different lives. I was selling IDs. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I wasn't doing any of that. I remember <laughs> when I was in the seventh grade, we were in computer class. And I'll never forget. We were just sitting there typing away. And uh, all of a sudden, two cops come in to the classroom. And we're all like, what's going on? And there's this big, like... Uh, I don't know, maybe like a Puerto Rican or, you know, Latin kid. Uh, I mean, he was like, he was probably like six foot tall, like 200 pounds. He was a big, big boy. Wow. At 12. Wow. Yeah. And uh, they end up like, like, you know, stand up and they put him in handcuffs and walk him out to the, the school. And uh, like, you know, no one ever told us what was going on. And then uh, it's probably like, Four or five years later, I was uh, going to buy some weed uh, from someone. And uh, a friend of my friend, you know, was selling me weed. And I don't remember how it started, but uh, it ended up turning out that this guy that I was buying weed from was the kid that got arrested in class. And he was he got arrested because he was selling weed in school. (laughs) <laughs> and I don't know. I just thought that was a funny little like. It's a small. So you reconnected man. with him through your weed buying back in when you were in high yeah. school. Yeah. Apparently, uh, arresting the kid in school did not uh, deter him from selling <laughs> drugs. Did he ever go back to school or no? Uh, I couldn't. I couldn't tell. Yeah. He probably had to go get his GED. Maybe that's why he's still selling weed because they Ooh. ripped him out of school too early. That that's. I think that the GED is really dumb. I mean, if 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 you're doing it just because you want to like prove to yourself that you can do it, I guess that's one thing. But other than that, like every job that's ever been like high school diploma or GED required, has anyone ever once asked any person like, hey, let me see your high school diploma before? You no, because they don't care. Exactly. So it's just one of those dumb things. I I do I do think that a lot of like probation terms for like uh, younger folks is to get a GED, which Mm -hmm. is out of control, ridiculous. Uh, But I don't know. As was a bit of a a tad tangent. (laughs) And that was a fun fact by Ism Kant of his drug dealing or drug buying days back in the day. So, but that's oh. that's 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 some good markup though. Uh, how many fruit roll ups come in a box? 10? 10 for three dollars so, allegedly in the United States, and they so, sell them for five to six there. Yeah, let's say conservatively, you're selling them five bucks each. That's 50 bucks a box. You yeah, get 10 boxes that's a $470 profit. Yeah, yeah, but it's not worth it going to jail. Well, but here's the thing it's like, uh, when I fly uh, home from, like, I, I like to go to Asia, and 
there are in Asia, they have these Korean uh, like sauce packets that you put into rice. Mm-hmm. And I cannot, I literally cannot find them in America. I've tried to import them in, but it's like $300 shipping. Oh, wow. Okay. They're like, they're like $2 a pop. So whenever okay. I go to the Philippines or Korea or Japan, like I, I literally try to like fill up as much as I can. Like I put as many in my suitcase as I physically can. And uh, it's basically the same thing. Like I'm, I'm legitimately bringing them home for me because they're not going to expire ever. And they're just one of my favorite foods that I can't get here. And do you get to bring them in? I mean, I haven't had any issues with it, but I haven't That's brought good. in like 800 boxes at once. <laughs> but what's fucked up is, uh, why, uh, who's to say I can't? Yeah. Like, fuck you, I bought this shit. This is mine. Put it on eBay. Well, and there's... How I, dare you become an entrepreneur and actually try to sustain your own life? And I actually have found them on Amazon here and there, and they're like 18 bucks a box. They're like $2 in. Yeah, that's the markup, baby. Supply and demand. It's asinine. but It's asinine. Or you can turn around and sell them yourself for $18 on there. Well, and I'll say, if anyone was looking for anything like that, it seems like just a lot of hassle to... I mean, unless you're like... uh, live in israel and you're visiting in america or something and you're planning to go back it seems like a lot better a lot easier hustle would just be like going to georgia and buying a hundred cartons of cigarettes and then going up to new york excuse me going up to new york and you know selling lucy's for you know a buck a pop yeah and then you'll get uh um Put in I in can't a, in breathe. A, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. The cops will which, pop you. What? What? The, the crazy thing about that is that the the Indian, um, uh, like bodega guys, like they sell mm-hmm. loose cigarettes. Like I'm pretty sure every bodega sells loose cigarettes. But how dare a person on the street sell a hustle? I mean, who's to say people weren't coming up and just asking him? And he was like, "Yeah, I'll give you a cigarette for a dollar." You got to help pay for the pack that I bought. Ain't nothing for free. Well, and it's, it's, you know, it's just so crazy how expensive cigarettes are in New York. Well, that's probably why. So, but okay. Any last thing you want to share? Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Justin. Go ahead. Sorry. A pack of cigarettes uh, in New York, according to uh, wisevoter.com is uh, 1053 a pack. It's time to give up the habit. Or, you know, just import your cigarettes from uh, another country like Puerto Rico. (laughs) Full circle. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening to another episode of Not Your Mama's News. Uh, Please like, share, and follow us. You can find all of our links on uh, notyourmamasnews.com. And no, that's not correct at all. It's Although union of we could. the unknown. Now yeah, that now see, that you put that out there, someone's going to get that domain name out from under well, us. Well, you're going to buy it, and make sure you get this one or both. Okay, get that one. 
um, or both. Anyways. And then I'm going to okay. hold it hostage. I'm going to leave the podcast. And I'm going to say, look, if you want this domain name, it's going to cost you $1 billion. No, because you're just going to buy it underneath the same one that you have before with the same login information. So it's okay. Otherwise, I'm going to buy it and I'm going to redirect it to Hillary Clinton's 2024 campaign website. <laughs> with a virus attached to it. <laughs> well, if... Hold, let me put a, um, a call call out there to all of our listeners. Does anyone know how Twitter bots work? Because I want a bot that every time Hillary Clinton tweets anything, I want it to just as soon as possible reply, your husband's a rapist. Oh my god! I gosh. think that would be the best thing in the world. Do you, is she and, running again? No. But it would still be hilarious because her yeah. husband is a rapist. Yeah. Although, yeah. let me go ahead and put this out here right now. I have no intention to kill myself. I will never kill myself. And anyone that says I killed my, myself is, in fact, lying. And he does not do any illicit drugs that would make him kill himself. Right. And if I were, I know how to do those drugs. So I would never overdose. Yeah. So, but he's not going to. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well... Um, thank you everyone so, for listening. So go to Union was, of I was just gonna ask you what was the correct website? Union of the unknowns.com. That is correct. Yes. Union and you can check out our free bonus or our bonus content for free on Rockfin if that is your uh repertoire. Okie dokie. Thank you. Thank you, Jackie. Oh, yes. Please subscribe to us on YouTube. Please share us with others, especially if you like it. And please leave us a five-star review on um, Amazon. No, on uh, iPhone, iTunes podcast, whatever. You know what I mean if you have an Apple. And the 20... 30th, the 30th person, the 30th person will get a free t-shirt of Not Your Mama's News or Union of the Unknowns, whichever you prefer. Thank you. Have a good night, everyone. Not Your Mama's News has been a production of the Union of the Unknowns podcast. New episodes are available weekly on all your favorite podcasting networks.